0: Hi, this is Brian Landau, and you're listening to The Drip, a podcast about how to caffeinate your campaigns. Today, I'm joined by Rachel Charlesworth. Rachel is the Director of Marketing at Seed Invest. In this episode, we talk about how to message differentiation in the VC space, how to tell success stories when the story can be seven or eight years long, and what roles do trust and credibility play in product marketing. Podcasts have exploded in popularity over the course of the pandemic, and businesses are rapidly adopting audio content as part of their marketing and communications mix. With remote and distributed work, it is harder and harder to create a sense of belonging and connection across the workforce and with other key stakeholders like partners, investors, and customers. Audio is an authentic medium that enables listeners to untether themselves from their computers. We're zoomed out, and it can be hard to communicate empathy and belonging in an email. It's one of the few consumer trends that businesses can actually replicate with success. But there aren't technical solutions custom-built for audio in corporate America. This might not surprise you, but businesses that are creating audio have different needs around distribution, security, and analytics than Joe Rogan and the Call Her Daddy podcast. I'm Brian Landau, and I'm co-founder and CEO of Venly. We're a technology company that enables businesses to distribute audio and podcast content to their own channels of communication, like Slack, SharePoint, email. PDF, social media, and both internal and external sites, all with enterprise-grade security and analytics. World-class brands like SAP, Macmillan Books, and Smartsheet are just a few of the companies that trust Venly to power their audio. Disclosure time. Venly is also proud to be working with SeedInvest for our seed stage capital raise. As I mentioned just before, today's interview is with Rachel Charlesworth, and she runs marketing at SeedInvest. This episode is full of incredible insights, and every marketer can learn tons from Rachel. But please consider that we are partners with SeedInvest as you listen to this episode. And now, the amazing Rachel Charlesworth. Hi, Rachel.
1: Hey, Brian. How's it going?
0: Rachel Charlesworth is the Director of Marketing at SeedInvest, driving overall brand strategy, demand gen, content, and community marketing. Prior to SeedInvest, she ran her own consultancy working with early-stage startups in fintech, clean tech, and consumer to stand up their marketing function, and was the head of marketing at transportation startup RideScout, which was acquired by Mercedes-Benz. She's based in Brooklyn, but is a big fan of new perspectives and travel stories from spending a few years in Austin to traveling as far as Antarctica, Uganda, and Malaysia. Rachel, thank you again for being with me. Really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. Appreciate it.
0: So for those that aren't familiar, what is SeedInvest?
1: Seed Invest is actually uh, owned by, by, by a company called Circle, which is the, the principal developer of uh, USD coin, which is a, a stable coin and essentially like enables a, a wide variety of businesses to take advantage of crypto payments and, and sort of blockchain infrastructure. So Seed Invest is an alternative investment platform enabling founders to raised from a community of over half a million investors. So think of it as sort of a a two-sided marketplace connecting startups that are are growing, looking to grow, right? Seeking funding potentially outside of the traditional VC model or outside of the traditional friends and family type of round and a platform for investors to invest in those private companies. So what makes Seed Invest really unique and, and different from traditional angel investing or venture is that It empowers and enables kind of the everyday investor, also known as the uh, non-accredited investor, to kind of take part in this asset class. So historically, uh, angel investors had to be making at least $200,000 a year in order to participate, but uh, platforms like SeedInvest enable uh, kind of greater access for the 98% of the population to, uh, to participate
0: it seems like there are two marketing strategies for traditional VC funds. There's on one side, the hype machine, and then on the other side, totally mysterious. But whereas traditional VC is more of a services type of business, seed invest is more productized. And so it has to be packaged differently to both investors and portfolio companies. You touched on this just a second ago about making access to this asset class available to the 98% of investors that maybe wouldn't otherwise, but how do you think about seed invest marketing efforts within the broader context of venture capital? How do you differentiate yourself?
1: Yeah, it's a it's a great question, and you know, at the end of the day, seed invest is really such a different business model than traditional venture. It's as if you know the Andreessen and Horowitzes or, or sort of the Tiger Globals of the world were both marketing to. Founders and startups um, looking to start their raise and, and raise with the VC firm, as well as their LPs. Right, the LP side is always mysterious and always really behind behind closed doors. So for Seed Invest, really our investor side of our marketplace is as if LP marketing um, was sort of public on on the venture side. So you know, in terms of of differentiation, you know, I would say that Seed Invest really. In terms of differentiation from traditional VC, it is sort of all about accessibility and essentially, you know, breaking down these traditional barriers that exist in this pretty closed door world. Even for for those venture firms that are really public and sort of considered these these hype machines, still sort of about who you know, um, who you can get access to, right? And essentially, some of the reputation that you've already built, right? So, Seed Invest is really looking to and already has broken down some of those barriers and sort of that accessibility on the founder side. And then, of course, on on the investor side as well. And then I think number two, um, in terms of differentiation, you know, it's a little less on the venture side. I I would say that actually, this is where Seen Invest really aligns with, with traditional venture and sort of that hype machine. It's really all about credibility. You know, I think sometimes when when people think marketplace, they think, oh, "Okay, well, any any company can list on the platform. Anyone can participate, right? It's a free for all." And, you know, something that um, definitely on sort of the strategy side and on the company building side, you know, since since Seed Best started, and then certainly on the marketing side, you know, we've really focused on is this idea of credibility, and for us, that really means positioning positioning things and sort of focusing on ways that we can generate returns for our investors you know we're always really sort of thinking about that side and thinking about how we can kind of tell that story so that kind of comes into you know the companies that make it on the platform how we run our onboarding process and how we communicate um with with investors so you know at the end of the day i see invest pretty foundationally different model from vc but um there are there's there's sort of pieces of the playbook that uh that we align with and and others that um you know, we're, we, we kind of take a different path.
0: I want to go a little bit deeper on this question of accessibility, if you don't mind. From the start of equity crowdfunding, there's been an evangelism around accessibility. Investors getting access to investments and founders getting access to capital. How important is that evangelism and how can it remove bias from the VC space? How has the story changed as the market has continued to evolve?
1: So I think actually I think of it a little, a little bit more as sort of productization um, rather than Evangelism. You know, I think of evangelism as sort of this, um, just sort of shouting from the rooftop, right? You know, like this sort of tech virtue signaling thing that's going on. But at the end of the day, SeedInvest is a product that's looking to, um, and already has opened up both sides of this market. So, you know, I think, for example, when a company first approaches SeedInvest, you know, and applies on the platform, the first round of our vetting process is actually totally blind. Right, so um, a person is not sort of making a, a a determination on sort of okay, who is this founder? What have they done before, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this, this sort of this first round of this vetting process isn't sort of taking into account um, where 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 this founder has been and and potentially like you know what connections they have on LinkedIn. So that part is really baked into kind of the nature of of the product itself. And then I think you know, the market has really evolved a ton in the last you know few years. And you know, for us, you know, accessibility is really sort of credibility as well. So kind of with this productization idea, you know, I think of accessibility really as product market fit. So the path has been long. The path is long for venture, right? It takes you know seven to eight years on average for a company to, to exit or go public, right? And, of course, they don't always do that. We both know that, that startups are incredibly risky, and that's what, that's what makes this world so fun. But, but for State Invest, part of that product market fit path was really kind of creating this model of accessibility, and then we had to prove it. Right. And so now we're sort of in this place where we are proving this credibility. It's now been almost a decade that equity crowdfunding has been on the scene. And now we're really able to tell stories about accessibility, stories about sort of this productization approach and companies and and investors that have, have seen success on the platform.
0: The risk might be fun for you, but it's less fun for someone like me, Uh, but that's neither here nor there. I know what I signed up for when I got into this game. Uh, You just used the word credibility. When we connected beforehand, you mentioned that signaling trust is central to your marketing story. There are huge sums of money that are transferring through your pipes. Investors need to trust that you've vetted potential winners. Companies need to trust that that they can be successful on the platform. What role do success stories play in signaling trust? What content formats and channels best communicate these stories?
1: Yeah. I mean, signaling trust through, through content is everything, right? We are our success stories, um, both on the portfolio company side, the issuer side, um, and the investor side, we are investing heavily, you know, in, in sort of 2022 and the year ahead in content in sort of building out, you know, really sort of detailed stories, leveraging data and leveraging time, right? So I sort of mentioned that, you know, seven to eight year average time frame. So one really good example is, you know, how can we follow companies or we are following companies right from their initial raise through their life cycle? One really exciting story that we had, you know, at, at sort of the, in, in the beginning of, of 2022 is a portfolio company, Heliogen going public you know, after after raising 1.6 million dollars on on seed invest, so them going public was actually the first retail investor, so non-accredited investor uh, unicorn in the US. That is huge, right? And that sort of signals trust and credibility on both sides of the platform. Founder of is is Bill Gross. He's a pretty prolific um, investor and, and founder. Um, and those investors that got in at sort of the relative ground floor had a pretty awesome result. Right. So more and more of that, right. You know, leveraging data, leveraging time and storytelling to sort of tell, tell the story of, of credibility. And then of course, getting that out everywhere. So pitching that to media, um, leveraging it in, in social media. Um, and then of course in kind of conversations with, with founders and, uh, empowering our sales team to, to use those numbers.
0: I'll get you out on this question. What does partnership marketing look like for fundraising? Are there best practices that you developed for the COVID era?
1: Yeah. So SeedInvest is a really awesome team that focuses on this, our, our venture growth team. So there's really kind of three elements that we think about in terms of partnership marketing, SeedInvest partnering with an issuer or a company fundraising on the platform. You know, first and foremost, sort of like traditional venture, have to create connectivity between the investor and the founder. Traditional venture you know, a VC is able to spend twenty minutes, an hour, you know, on a call with a founder. Not so much when you're when you're kind of tapping into a, a community of of you know six hundred thousand plus uh, investors. You know what that used to look like in the pre COVID era was events in person you know getting people in front of each other whenever possible and our team did a really really awesome job of bringing that online you know through webinars through founder profiles etc to essentially create connectivity between this vast community and diverse community of investors and the founders fundraising on the platform and really kind of the the second is building the funnel you know at the end of the day you know a two sided marketplace we are kind of creating you know, uh, uh, it is marketing between, between, you know, the company fundraising and, and the investor. So we think of it really as um, a marketing campaign and sort of stacking that funnel. We have a lot of data on, on how to make a fundraise successful and really sort of that first week and that last week is, is super critical. So um, kind of getting both partners uh, or, or the partner on, on board to, to kind of like leverage that timeframe. And then lastly, you know, marketing is sort of all about those, those mini launches. I sort of like to think about it. So um, aligning with, you know, the issuer partner on company highlights, cool stuff that's coming down the pike, new partnerships, new customers, um, revenue updates, right? So how can we essentially like build up that story, leverage what's already happening, um, you know, in sort of the fundraise timeframe in order to bring the right investors to the table? Can I ask you one question?
0: Yeah. All right.
1: Partnership marketing. We talked a little bit about that. So Brian, why did you choose SeedInvest?
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Our decision to partner with SeedInvest was largely rooted in the platform's tenets of credibility and trust. So for some context, we're raising a seed round on the SeedInvest platform. And the dynamics of the deal is that SeedInvest is responsible for a portion of the allocation and Venley is responsible for raising the other portion of the allocation. And we found and, and are pleased, by the way, that the vetting and onboarding process has been exhaustive. When we go and engage investors for our portion of the allocation, there are a myriad of reasons why that investor may or may not invest in us. But we felt that by having the platform stamp of approval, that credibility, we would be removing a significant hurdle in those investor conversations. We've already been diligent. We've already been vetted. I've provided every conceivable shred of evidence to SeedInvest to demonstrate that we're legit this was really important to us. And so again, this idea of credibility and trust and how we can trust in the seed invest process, but then also how investors that we engage can also trust in that was really critical for our decision. And we're really happy with where things are.
1: Awesome. Well, well, that's really cool to hear. And um, you know, it can be really frustrating also when in the media, all you see is dollars, You know, in- incredible year for venture, right? And it's still so hard, it's still so hard to get that access. So we're super excited to have you
0: here's something that I don't think someone should say to another founder. There seems to be a lot of money out there. Good time to raise like for who, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. that's, that's like an annoying thing to tell a founder is like, listen, there's all this capital out there. Like I'm sure your raise will go really easily. It's never easy. It's a frustrating thing. Please don't say that to a founder.
1: hundred percent. It is never easy. And it's just sort of like the same people getting access to the same people over and over and over again.
0: I'm joined today by Rachel Charlesworth. Rachel is the director of marketing at SeedInvest. Thank you so much for all your time and your wisdom today. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it.
0: Really fast before you go, SeedInvest selection criteria does not suggest higher quality investment opportunities, nor does it imply that investors will generate positive returns in investment opportunities on SeedInvest. You can learn more about due diligence in the Seed Invest Academy and the company's vetting process in their FAQs. All securities-related activity is conducted by SI Securities, LLC, doing business as SeedInvest, an affiliate of Circle, and a registered broker-dealer and member of FINRA SIPC. Thanks again.